I gotta get my act together. <laughs> it's all good. We need to, you know. I know. Kind of. I know. We also just ate too. There's That's that like excellent oh, point. You know. Yeah, I'm not feeling feisty or fiery. Yeah. Well, do you? Would you want like some caffeine or something? No, 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 no. Okay. This isn't a problem that can be solved with drugs. Anything Um, can be solved with drugs. (laughs) That's true. How do I? This is this is gonna fly by, and then afterwards we'll 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 have our lemonades and stuff. (laughs) Our limonatas. Limonatas. Uh, and our gazpachos. Um, unicorns. I don't give a shit about unicorns. I don't know. I don't, I, like, good. Bye. Don't know why. I, Goodbye. <laughs> don't know why I uh, picked this. Um, oh, wait. Do you want to? Do we, we want to do the do intro thing do first? That. Yeah. Hey, Victoria. Hey, Chelsea. You know what I could really go for right now? What could you go for? A breath of fresh movie. Oh, I could so go for a breath of fresh movie. Good, yeah. Let's go. So this week we talked about we're talking about we're talking about the last unicorn. Oh my god! <laughs> um, I mean, you know, it's done. I it's pi- done. okay. This was my pick, and yeah. I'm sorry. Um, thank you i'm really sorry thank you for that for taking 90 minutes from you that you will not get back um i don't mean to be so down about it but i mean (laughs) we were just you know we try to pick different things and i was like hey how about something animated yeah you know and this was a thing that apparently some people really treasure uh i have heard about this movie numerous times usually from like more like kind of artsy alt type friends like i had a friend in high school was very that type and she said this was her favorite movie and i think i remember like just seeing like the cover art for it honestly because it's like you're not pre-youtube but like early youtube it's not like i could have just watched a random clip for funsies but i was just like oh don't know about that this looked boring (laughs) and that is accurate i was right i I think good intuition at age 15 yeah so this is funny because this movie came so it came out in 1982 i think there's an element of people's nostalgia at play in yes whether or not you love this movie or if it ruined you because i read like a piece might have been the av club mm-hmm. where someone said oh this this was the scariest movie to me as a child which had mostly to do with two things one mm-hmm. being the red bull yeah the other being the scene where the harpy murders and mauls uh its owner yeah. or, or enslaver there were there were whatever. some weird um i, I don't come back i don't even know harpy what the hell was no that? but it, like i think it's important that we address right out the gate that tone was weird um they were just they were just at jackson pollocking the situation yeah i did not at, at every turn i didn't know what i was watching like yeah the very the, there's no so, through line so the very very big be- right there's no through line. yeah the very very beginning there are these two hunters who yeah. like wander in and they're like do you not notice how it is always spring and yeah they're like oh we we can't kill anything and what do they do they just they're like we should hunt somewhere else and he's like okay yeah let's go good luck unicorn and i'm like is this the end of the movie well you know what's also interesting too is they set it up in a very um they set up the sort of Chekhov's gun thing that never really goes off where they were like, oh, well, you know, you're the light to the to the unicorn. The older guys like, oh, well, you know, you're the you're the last of your kind. So you better not leave this forest because the wildlife here depends on you, which was never addressed. I thought maybe because she wandered off, this was going to be 
um, like the forest her abandoning her, her post and it was good like they set up these stakes that were never addressed and then also too right after he says you know you're the last unicorn she's like I'm the last unicorn? And I'm like, you didn't notice? Yeah. Why do, why, do you, was, why do you care so much that you need to go on this journey? I was wondering that the whole time. I'm like, were you just born yesterday? And in which case, like, shouldn't your mom be around? Like, where, where are your people? Where, like, how she, do you... so she acts like she cares so much about these unicorns, and then she, but she didn't even notice she was the only one. I mean, I'm like, is it a Jason Bourne situation where she lost her memory? And, like, she's trying to... But no, there's none no, of that. No, none of that. Um, also, just... Mia Farrow is, you know, could, it's so saccharine. It's very the the way that it was directed, the the vocal affect of her with the, which is that very um, what is that New England type of training? Vo- like that very Audrey Hepburn is very affected. Finish school, finish, yeah, finishing, finishing school. school. That's what it. That's what the term <laughs> is. Where school. it's where furnishing school. I obviously didn't go to finish <laughs> finish schooling. I didn't finish schooling. I didn't finish school because I went to finishing school. Went to, to furnishing school. Furnishing school. <laughs> Gotta go learn how to furnish. Uh, it's like a sketch for sure. <laughs> Trying to get into furnishing school. It's crazy. It's crazy. They, they asked me to rearrange the uh, credenza, and I just—I mean, I botched it. Went to yeah. reapply next year. That's a, yeah. Um, but yeah, Mia Farrow, the, and, and it was weird too because the rules for her voice uh, over were like it was echoey if it was in her head, but then like the unicorn could talk. But, but then it but was, we didn't see her mouth move all the but we time. We didn't see it didn't always move, and sometimes it wasn't clear whether she was thinking or speaking yeah. through mind talk. That's a good point. It was messy. That was a little messy. That girl was messy. That girl, and when that butterfly shows up, it's just no. That was so random and stupid. It, I hated that butterfly. Random and stupid. Random that, and I think stupid. There are no stakes. The I, I yeah. just was like, this was. It made me appreciate Robin Williams as the genie. Yeah, or also to his baddie in Ferngully. Mm. I'm like, because that, that is too. a very this is a random eyes type character coming in with a lot of frenetic energy. So much and so many references outside of that world, which right. they do more than once. It, it is like somewhat self aware in that way. But like, oh my god, mm. I was so relieved we never saw him again. I thought that's the thing too. I though, wanted to there, turn it off right then. We couldn't figure out yeah same and i was I, like I, what I, is this who, what am i who do watching? i care about all i'm supposed to care about is this last unicorn i don't care the I stakes care are not <laughs> yeah i don't have any i don't i'm not concerned about her situation the only thing i was concerned about was the fact that she was leaving this woodland and all these creatures were like who had depended on her protection and that was never paid it was the only thing that made any sense was that that would be the story yeah. which is that because she you know abandoned her post like that could have just been and I, and I thought maybe those hunters were gonna have a bigger role like they were gonna say no we never th- saw they them said again. that to bait her and then would come back and 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 dark take that would have been much more compelling though at that point i would have been like oh i see why the art like i see i know why my like artsy ex bestie from high school was, was like into all this. into this now but like no it was just like i mean okay the soundtrack oh what a mess wait what it's america it's it, the band america i was gonna ask because it's so per- very like like um it's such a like 70s to 80s bridge sound it's very much the, the dad playing 94 7 in the car uh, like yeah junk you know yeah, it's <laughs> kind of calling it junk but those it's some like, of those were it's classics the kind of thing but... you hear kind of just real low in a dentist's office it's terrible and no was, no stakes either to in any of that music and it was very um it was so disconnected from all of it from what it was like it kind of was saying something like you know when she's wandering and it's like 
tired and hungry or something. I don't remember <laughs> the line. I remember laughing when that. <laughs> it was so literal. It was, it was so, so literal. So literal and dumb. But it, it, it did. I will say the America paved the way for Phil Collins' Tarzan, which a oh, lot wow. a lot of people defend, which I, know, I would argue is another one that I think is a little overhyped. Yeah. But you know what? But that there's is, more respect for that music. It is on that continuum. You're totally right. Where the music is thematically relevant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> supposedly i'm talking about in america and in tarzan it's very yeah no like yeah i want to know can you show me that's a that's a banger song that's a oh that's such a good song i just know that i didn't give a shit about tarzan but you'll be in my heart made me tear up you'll be in my heart is a great song i mean really it's just it was just a, a it's the phil Collins a, what is it a, a vessel or a, a whatever a, a, a vehicle for his for his music genius yes. that's all tarzan really is i don't care <laughs> tarzan existed i don't care about the story for phil collins to have like a a little bit of a comeback i mean honestly yeah like because that's the thing that's the thing when people get heated online i see about tarzan or they've got their opinions or whatever <laughs> what you know. forums are you in <laughs> i'm just you know what i just spend way too much time on twitter it and happens pros and cons mostly cons to that but i will say there is a strong loyal following for specifically disney's tarzan and it has everything to do with phil collins music because yeah n- 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 i mean what there's not a there? whole lot else to defend i mean yeah no the animation is is cool and like yeah i remember a big selling point in like the promotion of that movie was Mm -hmm. like the cgi or whatever with the forest and right you know trying to loosely like get us back on track the forest shots of last unicorn i will say that opening thing with the trees that was great was a tease that was a tease it was that's exactly what it was because i was like oh this is very artistic Mm -hmm. like restful we were going good until those hunters turned around. Yeah, the until movie the movie started. <laughs> the movie should have ended before it started. I mean, um, that's one of the... I, so I grew up watching Mystery Science Theater, and mm-hmm. every once in a while they would watch a movie, and it would have that kind of an opening where it's like, good. oh, I guess the movie's over. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> and that was the reaction I had. I was yeah. just like, well, that movie was over fast, like roll credits. Yeah. Um, but we I, felt this way about Clifford too, though, with a, with a very dissonant opening credits that were actually very artsy. Like there was mm-hmm. a very artistic quality to that. And then, then yeah. the actual movie happened and you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? This is, this, they, they don't, this don't yeah. make no sense. No, it doesn't. So the butterfly was fucking annoying. America, fuck the butterfly. Fuck the soundtrack. Um, All these, a lot of these um, secondary characters. In fact, you know what I will say though, on a positive, a couple of characters actually. Um, the first one, the number one for me, I think her, her name was Molly, right? Was it Molly or Maggie? Yeah, Molly, I think. I really enjoyed her introduction when she confronts the unicorn yeah. and gets upset. I love that. that she was, was like, very real. I waited my whole life. It was, that was like, that was an, like, honestly, I was like, I was working out while I was watching this movie because I needed a, and a secondary activity. Totally like, understand keep me going. And then I like stopped doing my little jumping jacks and was like, this is emotional and I'm here for this poor woman who was like, I was a little girl. I waited my whole life for you and you never came. Yeah. And then well, she finds we all, out. We all know about fucking being disappointed. The, the, that disappointment, the, the, um, the lost youth, the lost yep. time mm-hmm. that, that, I mean, and that hit me harder than I no, think I wanted actually, it to I, in a weird way. That's, I'm great. You, I'm glad you called that out because it is important. Like she's this older woman and by the end ends up with this sort of like, I don't know if he's young or what. Are they officially together at the end? I think that's what's implied. And, and I'm like, okay, and I'll that's, take that. And I like that because that. that subverts this whole like, oh, like you think the prince is going to end up with the unicorn in girl form and it doesn't end that way. Like Mm-mm. she leaves 
understanding what regret is and that's like the greatest thing i guess i, I don't, guess it's a weird but message she didn't, she didn't really suffer a lot of consequences if she I'm didn't being really totally suffer honest. much she at all there's no suffering I, I really like there was a lot of uh but oh, no. you're kind of selfish <laughs> it just was very like whiny and i'll just, just say she was underwritten that's it, a nice it, way underwritten is the nice way of of criticizing okay. a female so we got but we've got yeah sure. <laughs> it's true for sure but i mean okay mia farrell i, I think she was still married to uh woody allen at this point too is 1982 yeah, definitely, i'm not, definitely still i'm not super uh, familiar with all that but i you know just time, for, time for context, wise they were yeah. definitely uh yeah but we've also got alan arkin who i do love uh he plays the wizard i did, i enjoyed him very much as well he's yeah. one of, he and molly easily the most charismatic yeah. um characters not not that there was competition no um, i mean there's not much uh there no. really isn't and um jeff daniels of course is the prince or jeff jeff bridges jeff bridges god Fair. not jeff daniels no it's okay totally different thing. totally jeff different jeff the dude but the dude is the prince the dude <laughs> which is funny because the he does talk like the dude in this though i mean he's he's he, clearly like he's pretty he was younger he's a, and he's hot, a chill prince he's yeah. a he's the 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 stakes we're not feeling them but like he's he's just very it's like, like i went out and did all this impressive shit i'm in for love you. with her i'm a hero <laughs> and every everything was really flat everybody was sedated everyone in that whole movie was sedated with the exception i Maybe I, I could Red feel that alan arkin i got the sense that he got the direction to tone down his comedic timing a little bit because <laughs> there was a little bit of that like i don't know I, like, enough about his this? history but i feel like they sort of were like well don't make him too quippy like he yeah. had a quipping but they were like oh he's gotta be like kind of sincere but like you can have a little bit of a, that new yorker type accent yeah here and there i mean and i was like, gonna say like i feel like there's a much worse and insensitive way to put that yeah um, you know i can imagine i'm just saying anti-semitism is very real and uh, no but like, no but honestly but yeah when you're wa when i was watching it there was the vibe of kind of like yeah this is a little well i'll be honest i a little unintentional anti-semitism maybe i mean <laughs> i i love alan arkin and he has a very distinctive like he's he's really good at that anxious wail yes that, you know very similar to um the way gene wilder had. yes like there's a similar quality like the, the what <laughs> what yeah, you there's mean? a little yeah. the, the fr frenetic, yeah. frantic. I love, um, yeah, I mean, overwhelm. Yeah, and it, that is done to perfection. In this it movie. feels like they they definitely well, were trying the, to measure him. I think they, yeah, because or maybe he just did a good job. <laughs> I know. just didn't recognize his voice right away. I was like listening for it, listening for it. I'm like, oh, I guess that is Alan Arkin. They, he was he was definitely they, they, they kind of they they softened the edges of him like a little they bit i think toned him down somehow. but then but then they also like drew like a huge nose on him too yeah let's Which, like, fucking we, talk about we that. need to talk about that because i that i mean when we want to talk about the the insensitivities or whatever this is obviously something that has been an, uh, like an what issue that's plagued first? so many animated <laughs> films where you need to signal that the heroes have western appropriate very aryan type um features yeah you know like then that's that's the case in oh. movies like aladdin and yeah. like i mean it's in so many films i mean yeah it's it's this movie is is well far I mean, from the exception there, of i mean that. there's some other things that come up like i mean we Okay, so the last unicorn. The last unicorn. Oh my <laughs> god! As if that was iconic. I was like, I, I, I don't. I, you couldn't. You couldn't. On my life, I couldn't quote any song about like from other than the, the hungry and tired. <laughs> I'm not even saying that one. Oh, right. it's so funny. But, but um, so she's like, I'm gonna find the others, and she leaves her forest. It's not even a good movie, Pharaoh. I don't care. Um, but she leaves, 
and for almost immediately she's kidnapped by a witch and put mm-hmm. into like a freak show circus. Yeah. Which okay, admittedly, there's a little bit of an interesting uh, moral tale going on there. With, a little like, bit, but it was tedious. It I was, was like, super is this te- going to be the movie, no. or is this just? Oh, Thank God, God, it was just a. But it, but she meets the wizard mm-hmm. at this point. Who I didn't write his name down, but it's it's string. F- it's real string. Ju- str- it's real yeah. I mean, I'm just like, come on. Like, yeah. You know, they they definitely were signaling some some heavily. <laughs> I still thought he was cute though. They did at least I loved give him, him very endearing. No, he was sweet like because he wasn't uh, quite good at what he was doing. Yet, uh, and, you know, qualities and and uh, there's a few there's a few wisecracks written for him in there. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. You know, but also it was it it did seem like heavy handed that they were trying to signal like this is not the love interest. Do not be. Yeah, do not, do not get not, it twisted. They're don't not, get it twisted. They, this guy could not possibly be the love interest. He can for get the, the old tired woman, but he can get <laughs> old tired lady. Yeah, but, he, but they both have endearing eyes yeah and mm-hmm. that's good enough that's good enough. that's as far as we're gonna compromise yeah yeah it's um i really like that molly character I, no you know, she was I, great i can't overstate and, it. and that's like, like the right she comes along after the freak show circus thing mm-hmm. which is run by a woman named uh mommy fortunas oh my god that was weird and she, yeah this woman has a lot of animals that she's cast spells on to make them appear like, right like these mythical creatures that you would see in like you know um an old medieval freak show you right. know and but there's something like there's a whole like heavy-handed lesson embedded in all that about like people who don't believe things too readily don't see you know they can see yeah. through it and there's a lot of they were trying to make a statement about like men being and like like, uh, like misreading people or, or there's a lot of stuff about like reality versus perception like, yeah and image and stuff and i mean right down to like the end well not the very end but just this whole castle up on the cliff and mm-hmm. it's a bunch of unicorns that are just what swimming in the water and that's where they've been the whole time i mean the i guess they're on- in the water also that was a weird moment for anime in, uh, for the animation for me when the unicorns are they they seemed like ants crawling up the hill like yeah they were running in a very and it's, it's animation i know but like at a certain point it just felt like there were there was just you know when you when you throw out too many of the rules in any context it's hard to it's hard to care i mean there was something interesting about the like white cresting of the waves was made up of these unicorns that, like, was, that was like an, an interesting, interesting thing but when once they were getting up onto the cliff and cl- they were like it was like they were they were running vertically it almost seemed like mm-hmm. like it was Im- you're supposed to imply that they were going up like these yeah cl- i don't know why i'm being such a stickler about this particular moment of the i don't animation, know I but mean, i really didn't like it, it was just like yeah and then the, there, the, was the, a, the, the, the there was a there was a tree with tits at one point oh my god like there's this whole moment that where... was another moment i looked up but not for the same reason that i looked yeah, up yeah like the, well i remember what happens is like they the wizard gets like mixed up with a bunch of bandits which is where they meet molly and whatever yeah. and it's all fine but they tie him to a tree overnight and the tree already looked like a ball sack and i was like oh is this just gonna be kind of a cheeky little joke for the adults that like you know no one else pays yeah but it's like but no he ends up casting a spell and he, he can't control the magic he has to just let it do what it will so it, it turns this tree this douglas fir into this like really matronly woman who's it's like now those are her tits and it, it, he's stuck right in between them yeah and then when the unicorn shows up very she confusing calls her, messages about 
about. Yeah, she like calls the unicorn a hussy, trying to take. I mean, it's like, what is going on? There was for a movie that was trying to make a statement about misogyny with the idea that like the, that? if unicorns are supposed to be like this representation of like the purity and femininity, and the men can't see them as more than mares or whatever. But then that <laughs> moment happens, yeah. and it's like female and female aggression. I don't yeah. have to get all ultra fem- no, feminist on it, really it, but it, it's important to acknowledge steps. these these um contradictions um yeah two steps forward one step back yeah exactly i mean i the only other thing i step forward five steps back (laughs) a little bit the only thing i i'm just gonna say the only other thing i want to say about well a couple things i'll say Mm -hmm. is so this film was directed by jules bass and arthur rankin jr who also were the people who directed and created the hobbit the animated version of which i've never I've not watched it, but I mean, I've definitely, I've seen some animated clips where I was like, I had wondered, oh yeah, this looks like. Yeah, I know it exists. Specifically the, 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 the style of the way they drew Molly, like really mm. looked a lot like. Yeah. Her hair was like very Medusa-like and there, you know, it was like a lot of definition in the locks. Yeah. The and eyes curls. and nose drawing of that mm-hmm. to like thinking about like Bilbo or something mm-hmm. like, like there was some. Yeah. Mommy Fortunas, there. who I think was voiced by Angela Lansbury, by yes. the way. Um, like, I mean, yeah, she has this very like Tolkien-ish kind of look about her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um. The, you know, so it's important to mention that the animation studio that they worked with was known as uh, Topcraft, which was established in 1971 in Tokyo. Uh, and then by 1985, it went bankrupt and split into two. And one half was purchased by Hayao Miyazaki, Toshio Suzuki, and Isao Takahata, which formed Studio Ghibli. Mm. So this is like pre-Ghibli. These are the same artists. These are the same animators. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I wonder, like, imagining a last unicorn, but like a Studio Ghibli interpretation, that would be interesting. I mean, Princess Mononoke has, like, it's almost like they execute everything this movie kind of wanted to execute. Not all, not totally. It's not but perfect. Like the, but there's but the, this whole idea of like the there. health of the forest is related to the organisms that inhabit it. That yeah. there are these precious creatures who are very rare, and people who don't understand and respect nature would do nothing but exploit that. It just feels like Mononoke is like this beautiful meditation and this like complete, fully executed concept. And yeah. even different forms of like feminine power you know you have this woman who's running iron town turned all these sex workers into like no here i'll give you a better job than that like we can build this place Mm -hmm. up and then you have son who's like and see now i just want to talk about princess Mononoke. yeah the point is like i was thinking about that movie so much while i watched this yeah kind of feeling like okay it's early days and you know i've seen people talk about this how like pixar has executed this like perfect story shit so well that when we go and watch older things a yeah lot of it's easy for are... us to it's easy for us to take a shit on the last unicorn when the reality is we needed we need some people yeah making things like this yep to get to the point where we're at today. exactly exactly everything builds it... on what preceded it yeah and i think you know in japan animation was taken a lot more seriously and put to use in a lot more serious topics and Mm -hmm. it's interesting to me that there are these um you know western i don't actually know if rankin and bass are american or whatever but um you know assume the western um but there are all these western uh creators who routinely work with animation studios in east asia whether it's like i mean the Simpsons works with a Korean animation studio, like always did, like in the early. I mean, I don't know what they do now, actually, because it's all whatever. It's a whole different show now. Yeah. But in the old days, like a lot yeah. of, you know, animation is done in Korea. 
um Mm -hmm. you know king of the hill same thing like in fact apparently yeah. yeah apparently there is a um somebody told me about a animation style guide that existed for king of the hill to give to the animators and it was full of all these kinds of rules about um like there need to be four fingers you know we're not gonna we're definitely gonna be realistic in that way but it was other things too about you know the way glass is represented and like whether do we see through it or do we not see through it Mm -hmm. and when do we see through it and when does it matter and how do we make it clear anyway it's full of lots of tiny little no, minutiae that's so important though yeah because you're communicating it's it, what you communicate about it's all know. about achieving a feeling yeah so yeah i mean the only thing i had left written down here was that mommy fortunis is like if studio ghibli uh animated like joe Ex- exotic <laughs> it was just like <laughs> like just her whole like yeah one day this harpy's gonna kill me but i don't even care because I'll always have owned her. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, what That is very fuck? Tiger King. It's so Tiger King. It's very Tiger King. That's and funny. Then, I mean, and these those people who own exotic pets often yeah. die, you know, when the animal There's the enough. hubris mm-hmm. uh, involved there. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, and they don't show, okay, they don't show the harpy tearing her apart. It's implied. Yeah. But it's, it's a very weird moment, and the unicorn's like you mustn't be upset she chose her death <laughs> yeah exactly exactly this was a very like th- there she was signaling to the audience that like we weren't supposed to care Not, that this was yeah that, this that was still pretty brutal but i think it still freaked some people out as little youngsters i would have been freaked out I totally as well. get any, that. any brush with death like you, that oh like, you never know what's gonna i think like i saw the rescuers is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was the thing. I couldn't remember if there was a... It was a, it was a thing. It was two movies. <laughs> can't remember if it was like The Little Rescuers or, you know, something. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, Rescuers. Yeah. I, was that or Down Under? I can't remember which one. There's some moment that had like a syringe scene. Yeah. And it, it, that fucking freaked me out. I was like, I don't want to watch this. Oh, definitely. That was very oh, horrible. Yeah, no, that stuff was very really freaky. Yeah, it was treating something that to me at the time seemed horrifying as something very funny. And that was just not... I'm like the the world is awful. <laughs> yeah, the the cognitive dissonance there is just yeah. like overwhelming for a child. Yeah, so I'm sorry to anybody out there who yeah had nightmares about the Red Bull. That's very real, you know. Like as much yeah. as, <laughs> as much as I want to trash this movie, no, it doesn't, doesn't mean it didn't have an impact. No, for sure. I mean, it, the, that bowl actually reminded me of like the bowl from James and the Giant Peach, which mm. that when we were talking about like scary imagery. That shit was really scary to me when I saw that the the this claymation I guess mm-hmm. is what it mm-hmm. is right and yeah. then there's the whole the in the clouds the, oh and there's a rhino, fuck rhinos okay rhinos I do not scary. like rhinos, <laughs> um, but like I mean I love all of, like God's creatures we just or whatever. lost I'm just all our rhino listeners. we all of our rhino listeners they all just, just turned just us off that's <laughs> so sad <laughs> like well, um, fuck that bitch they were all they were super on board with everything we had to say <laughs> until just now until now but yeah that as far as like scary images go the bull very much reminded me of that mm-hmm. which i mm-hmm. thought was so scary when i was a kid i thought like compared yeah. to i mean that that movie in general i could go on like a long time for james and the giant peach i thought that was they do not make uh kids movies they had not made enough like that one and have not made enough like that one since and it's very underrated but anyway wow i digress no i didn't know uh, you felt tremendously strongly, but that's uh, i didn't know i didn't know how much how, how i felt that strongly about this one too but there are some really there there are some tedious moments once the once they're in the peach i thought like some of that could be honestly the stuff that really enchants me the most is a lot of the live action and a lot of the practical effects that they use in that movie 
um and and the character acting is phenomenal i i believe all of it i i'm just suddenly imagining you though as a child expressing all this like (laughs) like, well it slows down a little bit when they get inside the peach but otherwise a little bit there were a couple of those a couple of the songs are just like a little like yeah like when we go to the arctic i was like okay that's an interesting thing yeah songs in animated stuff i kind of often don't need it like, it, it really it's it just all depends on it can the, it can really help like with the tarzan example it's i get like that the, the relevance but, the melody ugh. the um sometimes the, it can everything just, it can just go so wrong or so there are times where i'm like you know what um this isn't helping yeah sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's real tedious i have you a, know? i mean i'm definitely um there are people who like musicals much more than i do i'm not yeah. the right person to speak on that <laughs> but I, I love I, musicals so but, i'll always be that i'll be that I mean, resonant musical there are just fan. times where my first First instinct often of like oh it's a song you gotta you gotta earn it you know and i think and I, I can be a pretty big stickler about that stuff too especially in the last unicorn that like all of the music like we've been going on about was it, rough but there was uh at least one song where they are the characters are singing it which you know now that we're touching on that before we before we officially outro um (laughs) i do want to call that out for being a a terrible song (laughs) (laughs) because that was such a weird cross between like a love song from the jeff bridges type character which is i don't think that was him singing and uh, and then the Mia Farrow character is like, now that I'm a woman, oh my uh, God. like, I, but I think she was actually singing. I don't I, know. I don't know what was going on. But it was I, there was not a lot wasn't... of vocal support. It was really like yeah. hitting her getting to those last notes was like anxiety inducing for me to listen to because I'm like, <laughs> is she gonna hit it? This is like they didn't have like auto tune that, so you hear like you can the hear struggle. the. Yeah. the breathiness the vibrato or whatever which i tend to appreciate when yeah. when the voice is it's, not heavily she manipulated was real breathy the whole it was, way through. it was very you could feel the breath taken in before the last note you know mm. it was like a mid-range type soprano like ah, like oh, you know yeah. which is not that high but yeah. if you have if you can't do it you have limited wind <laughs> yeah it's um, true right you need the air you know then then yeah so that i thought that was i I, that's from sweeney todd i um (laughs) really enjoy musicals so another musical yeah yeah um no that's great i'm glad we're represented like it's like if this was a trivia team you'd be all over that category and i'm like great that's covered i don't have i don't get everything right but like you know i've got i'm who does and the same one in the same capacity as like the animated stuff which i know you had said part of the reason you'd pick this too is like to i felt like you knew more about this world than i did yes and no yes and no i think in in the sense that like maybe i have watched more animated movies than you but i think you have a very keen understanding of the context of these movies i try and no but like i mean everything you said too about last unicorn going into um it being essentially like the the roots of like studio ghibli i think is is i mean that that really was, important actually i mean that to me kept me like thinking okay there what you were saying earlier about sometimes things just need to get made to arrive at a better concept i completely completely agree with that and so to that i say thank you last unicorn um for being the stepping stone that you are yeah in my hands i have an envelope uh, next week's episode next week's episode sealed inside let's go crack that open i'm opening the envelope now i'm still opening the envelope it's getting messy i'm going to read 
uh, what's in the envelope. And it says, women on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Ooh. Ooh, This one's going to be good. The movie fairy (laughs) left a good one. Yes, she did. Yeah. Yes, she did. It's a treat. Thank you for listening to A Breath of Fresh Movie. You can follow us on Twitter at Fresh Movie Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at A Breath of Fresh Movie. Or you can email us, we actually prefer that, at A Breath of Fresh Movie at gmail.com.